Hi everyone, thank you for tuning into our first episode of Sweet and Sour Hour. My name is Abby Yu. Hi, I'm Yana, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about what our Asian culture means to us. Hi, I'm Vivian Rong, and between the three of us, we have had many shared experiences, both positive and negative, due to our race. I'm Chinese, and both of my parents are from China. I was born in Texas and moved to New Jersey when I was two. Yeah, just like Vivian, I'm also Chinese. My mom was born in Vietnam and my dad was born in Hong Kong. And both of my parents immigrated at a young age. And um, growing up, my mom lived in Philadelphia and my dad lived in Hawaii. And I was born in Philadelphia. What about you, Yana? Well, for me, um, I'm Korean. Both of my parents were born in South Korea and then they immigrated to the States um, in college. And um, just to talk a bit more about our individual cultures, um, I'm fluent in Korean and some of um, the holidays that my family um, celebrates are Korean New Year, which is, I guess, the same thing as Chinese New Year. Um, and also Chuseok, which is just like a um, autumn festival. Um, some Korean foods that I like to eat are bibimbap, which is basically um, a Korean version of chipotle, but with Korean side dishes. And also there's kimchi, which I'm sure a lot of you know. Um, so yeah. Um, so for me, I do know how to speak Chinese, but I'm, I am fluent in it, but I'm not at an expert level at all. Um, some traditions that my family have are we celebrate the new, Lunar New Year, and I'm pretty sure Chinese New Year and Korean New Year, new year are actually the same as L Lunar New Year. And we also celebrate the Mid-Autumn Festival where we basically just eat mooncakes, but it's more than that because it also symbolizes a full moon, I think. Some foods we eat are fried rice, noodles, spring rolls, and of course, bubble tea. Yeah, so unlike Yana and Vivian, I do not speak Chinese, but since my mom did grow up in Vietnam, um, I do understand Vietnamese for the most part. And I definitely agree with Yana with the whole no shoes in the house ordeal. <laughs> and um, for like traditions and customs, like Vivian and Yana, I also celebrate um, the Lunar New Year. And typically during holidays like these, we receive em red envelopes from um, our older relatives and they usually contain money inside for um, good luck. Oh, and also, <laughs> I forgot to mention, but um, some of my favorite Asian foods are noodles and spring rolls. So next, we're gonna talk about um, if we were ever ashamed of our cultures and how we learn to embrace our cultures. Um, so for me, I think it really just depends on um, where you grew up and, and what kind of environment you grew up. So um, for me, in my elementary school and middle school, um, I was kind of ashamed of my culture because there weren't as many Asians at my schools. 
Um, but my parents did teach me how to appreciate my culture at a young age, but the environment um, I grew up in had a really big impact. Um, but yeah, as I grew up though, I began to surround myself with more people of my own race. So it was definitely easier that way to learn more about diversity. And um, I soon realized that it was okay to be different. So yeah, like Yana, um, when I was growing up, I guess you could say I was ashamed of my culture in a way, not in a really extreme way, but in a sense, yes. And I think that was mainly due to the lack of people my own race in my elementary school and even though I did go to school in Cherry Hill, um, for some reason in my grade and in my class, there were just not that many people that were the same race as me. And as I grew up, I continued to not really fully embrace my culture. But in the summer of 2019, I went to summer camp, which really changed my perspective on the way that I see the world and that was because I met so many people at summer camp so many people of different races of different backgrounds and that really allowed me to kind of get a wider look at what the world is like and it opened up my perspective which allowed me to embrace my culture um, more. Yeah, so for me, I felt like I was never ashamed of my Asian culture, but definitely growing up, not really knowing about race, I definitely thought that I looked different than other peers in my class. But I did learn to embrace uh, my culture at a young age because like most adults would tell us to embrace our differences and that our differences make us unique. And um, I feel like also at a young age, my parents also played a big role in how I kind of viewed my culture. And they also told me that um, being Asian is kind of like something you should be proud of and just how you should embrace your culture. And as you grow up, it kind of becomes a part of you. So I think that's definitely something that I've learned throughout the years. Yeah, so like one thing that I experienced in school that kind of, well, like in elementary school was, um, when I would bring like Asian food to lunch and then it would smell different than everyone else's. So I was kind of insecure about that, which uh, yeah, that kind of also had an impact on how I felt about my own Korean culture and like the foods we ate. So yeah, I don't know about you guys, but that was me. <laughs> so I think definitely what Yana said kind of hit home, I guess, in a sense. But I feel like when it did happen to me, for instance, I didn't really feel anything because I didn't really know what kind of like teasing really was, I guess, at a young age. And I remember discussing with Vivian and Yana about how kids don't really have filters. And <laughs> so I remember one day during lunch, I think it was like fried rice or something. And one of my friends kind of was like, why are you eating mulch? And like at that moment, I was shocked, but I didn't know how to feel because I didn't know that was like considered rude. So, yeah. 
Um, I guess kind of differently than Abby. Like when I was younger, I definitely knew that they were teasing me, but it's almost like after it happened so much, it literally like doesn't hurt you anymore. Well, not you don't really get any emotion attached to it. Like maybe the first time someone says it to you, you're like, oh, that's not really nice. But then the second time, the third time, and it's just like a daily routine kind of, it's like, it doesn't affect me anymore. But definitely as I got older, it happened less and less. As I got to middle school, it almost never happened. And now I've never really experienced that yet at least in high school i still can't believe someone called fried rice mulch but um, um uh, but another thing that helped me learn more about my culture was um attending a korean church when i lived in florida um just because they celebrated a lot of um, these Korean celebrations like at church and also there was like a Korean school um, so it made me feel much more comfortable in my own skin um, I don't know if you guys had any experiences like that but. um yeah so like Yana I did go to Chinese school when I was younger and I stopped going in around seventh grade because at my Chinese school, it's like after you reach a certain level, you stop going. But yeah, through Chinese school, um, I definitely met a lot of people. And as a younger child, it made me realize that, you know, I wasn't all that different. And there were also people like me. Um, yeah, so that's that. Yeah, so I think definitely going into high school and even kind of middle school, you start to surround yourself more with people of your culture, I guess, at least for me. And I just think definitely in high school is kind of the point where I learned to embrace my culture, I guess, at its fullest. And I think that was just a really good moment in my life where I realized that it was good to embrace my culture to the fullest and surround myself with others that felt the same. And yeah. So yeah, I think that's it for our segment today. Thank you for listening. Bye guys. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Tune in for our second episode coming soon. Thank you.